Hello and welcome. I'm Chris Neeland, host of Cult Brand Secrets. This podcast is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts and The Gathering. The Gathering is a Forbes top-rated business summit, and it's a masterclass for brand leaders hoping to reap the benefits of having hyper-engaged customers, prospects, and staff. In every episode, I present one of industry's biggest disruptors, a brand leader who is earning cult-like status by thinking and behaving differently than his or her mediocre peers. These brand leaders will share examples of how their companies, such as Marvel, M&Ms, Beats by Dre, Yeti, or the Dallas Cowboys, are spending their time and their resources creating advocates by enhancing their customer and their employee experiences in ways that make interacting with them irresistible. So check out all our episodes to gain access to the most impressive business leaders sharing their most important advice. TikTok is the business that I was least familiar with when we started our cult brand evaluations in the summer of 2021. I was certainly aware of the popularity of the app and the fun videos that are created there, but I didn't really know much about its business or its leadership team. But once I started to dig in and really study this company, I was blown away by it. In fact, I was so impressed that we decided to break our own rule about how we nominate and honor brands. Typically, a company needs to be in business for at least 10 years before we can consider them as a top cult brand. Otherwise, we just label them an emerging cult brand because they have many of the attributes of a cult brand, but they're just too new for us to determine if they're just having a moment and will fade out as quickly as they faded in. But after you listen to this episode, I think you're going to draw the same conclusion that I did, which is that this company is remarkable and that TikTok has redefined what we even mean by social media and user-generated content. In addition to being pleasantly surprised by TikTok as a business with off-the-charts user engagement, I was also really pleased to get to know Hartoon Weiss, TikTok's global head of agencies and accounts. Hartoon has this impressive background. She's held leadership roles at Spotify and iHeartMedia, as well as a host of gigs at big ad agencies. And she herself is a force to be reckoned with. She is a competent and a capable champion for TikTok. And I'm so grateful that she shared so much insight into how and why TikTok has become the fastest growing social media platform on the internet. And while most of us know about its presence in the States, or maybe we're aware of its popularity in its origin country of China, I bet you didn't know that TikTok operates in more than 200 countries and caters to 75 different languages, making it one of the most global brands that we have ever honored. And I think it's crazy to think that they've achieved this level of reach in less than five years. I mean, just imagine the logistics of how to handle that type of hyper growth in such a short period of time. It's just stunning. Anyway, let's get to Hartoon's remarks. You know, when she came on stage, she played this powerful video to the soundtrack of Olivia Rodriguez's song, Driver's License. That song was released on TikTok and it has become one of the most popular songs in the world. We've decided not to play the video on this podcast because it's mostly just visuals with text, 
But I do want to read the copy from that video because it was so powerful and it really set the tone for what Hartoon had to say. The video says, quote, what drives culture? We think it's when a moment becomes a movement. Traditionally, a select few have defined culture, but not anymore. Enter TikTok, a platform that empowers everyone to become a creator, where anyone can contribute their voice and be heard, where content becomes joyful collaboration and a moment inspires a movement. Food on TikTok, home DIY on TikTok, Black Lives Matter on TikTok, Clean Talk, Stop Asian Hate, Beauty Hacks, all on TikTok. TikTokers are co-creating culture on their own terms and redefining the very concept of entertainment. Here's our tune. Holler. Woo! Welcome, welcome. Thank you all so much for having me here. Today, I want to tell you our story. I want to tell you TikTok's story of creativity and joy because there is a cultural phenomena going on right now. And so let's roll deep into that culture and take a look at what's happening inside. Today, I really have the honor and the pleasure to introduce you to our mission. Now, this is something we talk about internally every single day that we go to work, but externally, I'm going to share it with you. And we are all on an active mission to spread creativity, to inspire creativity, forgive me, and spread some joy. And so that's what you're going to see come out of myself, the teams behind me, the thousands of people that work at TikTok and ByteDance around the world. We are on a singular mission to help improve the digital media landscape. And it really is all about creativity, because that's what actually brought me here. That's what led me to where I am. But please allow me to for forgive me. Let me introduce myself. Hi, everybody. I'm Hartoon. Got the funny name, but uh, you'll get it. Um, and I'm the global head of agency and accounts at TikTok. And it's an absolute honor and a pleasure to be part of this community, because I'm here because of creativity. Creativity is in my DNA. Creativity is my motivation, and it's one of my superpowers. And it's what led me to being with all of you here today. But a little bit about my background is uh, in the mix here. So let me go ahead and share a little bit about me first to give you some context. And uh, I consider myself a hardworking girl from New York City that rocked the streets in the 1980s. And uh, my family and I come from pretty humble beginnings and somewhat insurmountable environments. And this is not from the 1920s. This is my father's generation and one generation before me. And this is how we grew up. We didn't have much, but we had each other. And that's me on my mom's hip with my two brothers in tow. And she's that cute little lady in the front row down over there. So when you see her, say hi. <laughs> She taught us that we had to hustle hard, stay together, and form tribes. And tribes we did. And so my people, my chosen family, my community, we call that mi gente, mi familia. Those are my people. And we had to build ourselves into communities and tribes because when you have nothing, you have to creatively engineer yourself into something. So I was really lucky that my mother had an appreciation for the arts and the fine arts, and she took her only little girl and she stuck her in ballet. And the rigor and the discipline that came with that 
created a talent and an art that was writhing through the streets of New York City and culture was everywhere. It was emanating from every street corner, every bar and every place from under the subway. And so I was fascinated because I was surrounded by people from all over the world that didn't look like me, but that felt culture and community. And so New York City became my Petri dish and I decided to study people for a living. And I got a psychology major to try to understand how do I intrinsically work with others and understand how they're motivated and what would I do once I could actually learn how to deal and message and communicate with others? Well, what did I do? I took it to Madison Avenue and I started in the creative agency world. And so I learned how to develop marketing communications that could connect with others. I could create meaningful messages. And that was when I heard the music call. And like my ballet training taught me prior, I followed the music. And so off I went into the media space, into the platform world, so I could create consumer experiences and really understand what it was like to feel a business and a brand, not just talk about it. And I was hooked. And I also never looked back. The platform space, the consumer experiential space, the spaces and places that allow us to feel like we're part of a community, feel like we can build and create culture, That is the magnetism. That's what's led me to being here today with all of you. And that's what led me to TikTok. TikTok is a special place. How many of you have it on your phones? Yeah. Oh, thank God. I love you all. What a wonderful gathering. Because um, that's not often the answer. But thank you very much for that because TikTok is a very special place. It's a special place to be inside and out. It's a place that shapes culture doesn't follow it, doesn't mirror it, it shapes it. It's a place that unleashes human potential. It's a place that celebrates mankind. And when you unleash that human potential, what happens? Oh my God, you become the fastest growing entertainment platform in the history of ever, ever. Guys, we did not see this coming. This is unbelievable. But I want to call one thing out in particular. Did you notice what, what I just said? Did you notice that I did not call this a social media platform? No. I called this an entertainment platform. Because a lot of people compare us to these brands. And sometimes we compare ourselves to them as well. But the difference comes from our user base. Because when you talk to our user base and the audiences that love and build and create and connect with TikTok, they say they check Facebook and they check Instagram and they check Twitter and they check Snap and they check things. But they don't check TikTok. They tell us they watch TikTok. Fascinating. Right there. That small pivot in behavior is everything. And so that's why we believe we are an entertainment platform. People watch TikTok and quite a bit to the point where, oh my God, at the end of late last year, that happened. Blew our minds. Guys, we did not see this coming and we are sprinting to keep up because... <laughs> This is a huge, huge opportunity that we have to do good in the world and to inspire that creativity and spread that joy. So naturally, the psychology major in me sat there and said, why? Like, why? What is happening? What is going on in there? Why is this platform the most 
highest, fastest growing entertainment platform in the history of ever. Why? It can't be the technology. I don't buy that. I buy people. It's not just the technology. What is it? So the focus group of one,、um, my point of view, my personal belief, TikTok is the voice of the people. TikTok is the voice of the people. It's a platform that has transferred power back to people. It's a platform that has democratized everybody from all cultural walks of life, where anyone can be important, meaningful, not just the top influencers on the planet. It's a platform that gives all creators from walks of life a chance, and it lowers the barrier for entry because creativity is equal for everyone. So we unleash that inner creativity in the world, but that's not all we did, and we had the pandemic to actually thrive in. What we also did was create shifts from me to we. Me is YOLO, FOMO, selfie. And we talked about selfie just a second ago on the stage. We is inclusive, is multicultural, is multigenerational. TikTok is familial. TikTok is everyone else's living room in yours. We also redefined what celebrity means. From socialites to frontline workers and everyday hometown heroes, as it should be. We also made people very comfortable feeling like their real selves, and not their retouched self. And that means a lot to so many people on platform. And we are the driving force behind this migration from the attention economy to the creator economy, because TikTok is the voice of creators. And that's a gift on our behalf. We believe that to be a gift because we've started to evolve the practice of handing influencers briefs and embarked on a new journey to give creators canvases. And I invite you all to think about how we can do the same, because when you give creators those canvases, this optimism, this positivity, these amazing stories come forward, and they come to life. And then the news media picks up on it, and the news media. Blesses us with this incredibly well-written, succinct point of view, which is TikTok feels like the last sunny corner of the internet. That feels really good. When you work where we work, it feels really good. And in doing so, that positivity, that optimism, that joy—oh my God—is it infectious? What it does is it allows people. To be those not their natural selves, it allows our tribal nature as human beings to join in and co-create, and it allows us to get in on the conversations we're already in on. We're just not talking about publicly. Oh, good goes around, goes around virally.、Um, And there are heartwarming moments that are happening every single day, and they're not just happening on the platform; they're happening amongst the communities. And then it becomes infectious, and then you want it, and then you need it, and you have to have it, and it happens over and over again. Watch. If there's anything that you need, possibly. Um, no. Are you making your shopping? Yep. Okay. Anything you want. I need some vegetables. Vegetables, what kind?、Uh, do, you, do, do they have those like containers with like mixed vegetables in it? I'm sure they do. Okay. Yeah. We got your your stuff. What's something I could do for you today that will put a smile on your face? I need blankets. I need blankets. Or my blanket, my bed, everything. 
Everything got burned up. I got tennis shoes. I got you a new pair of shoes. I got you a bunch of blankets. <laughs> They're really beautiful. I'm gonna sleep with them tonight. Really? Really? I got you two hundred dollars. I got you some flowers. Oh my god. <laughs> you made me feel special. I'm deeply moved. I feel loved. Yeah, I know. I'm crying too. <laughs> There's a tissue in my back pocket because earlier in the tech check, I just started crying. This is our community. Now, this is something, this behavior is what my mother taught me on the streets of New York City. There were so many homeless. If you see something, if you see someone in need here, how can I help you here? But this happens every day unprovoked on TikTok and it becomes infectious. Now imagine when that kindness becomes a commodity. How many of you have children? Oh yeah. Um, imagine when your children take that as a learned everyday behavior and then they demand it back. The world becomes a different place. And so we really are out to spread that creativity and that joy and to make things better and to enrich lives because that is the voice of our people, our community. And that is what we are here to do. We are here to not only enrich lives, but we're also here to entertain because, oh my God, the stuff I'm about to show you next, wild. Um, we are enriching lives across so many categories and, and areas of conversation and micro communities. So we started with TikTok and then turned into travel talk, book talk, eco talk, plant talk, cat talk, dog talk, Arab talk, black talk. I mean, there is a talk for everything. One of my favorites has been DIY talk. And you have to think about the entertainment value that's happening because what it is, is it's for the people and by the people. TikTok is the voice of the people. And so we celebrate our community. We absolutely demand diversity and we demand inclusion because our diverse and connected, inclusive community kept all of us connected when we were so disconnected. Remember that? You're listening to Cult Brand Secrets. We'll be right back. Mad Magazine. Advertising mascots. B-movie posters. And cartoons. Oh yeah, can't forget cartoons. If you get the funky connection that ties these pop culture gems together, you'll dig two designers walk into a bar. See, we're a couple of creatively curious pals living between the bookends of grand museums and dive bars. Hey, you know the place, the sweet spot where highbrow and lowbrow become drinking buddies. So join our barroom chats as we talk influential work and uncover stories of how the familiar became iconic. Think behind the music for the stuff we love. Check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com. Welcome back. Here's more of Cult Brand Secrets. When screens became the primary way we interfaced with each other, TikTok brought something new in. We found a way to take really complex, useful information and make it simple and understandable and digestible. It was full screen, sound on, and full of optimistic, original creator content that could cross every single genre on the planet. And the beauty of it is that it brought massive audiences with it in tow. And so have, how many of you have spent some time on TikTok? Mm-hmm, holler at your girl. If you've spent any time on TikTok at all, you have to know that you cannot TikTok and. 
can't TikTok and text. You can't TikTok and drive. You can't TikTok and check your Instagram. You can't TikTok and Zoom because every time I open up my TikTok on Zoom, I'm completely busted. It's sound on. Everybody knows I turned it on. I'm like, oh shit, I'm sorry. Um, you cannot TikTok and, which means the entrance of the most immersive platform on the planet has arrived. So what are you doing to take advantage of that platform and that community? So here's what I'm doing. I have spent the last two years being educated, so it's not just entertainment for me, it's edutainment. I am hooked. I am learning every day. I'm so learning-oriented. Um, and so what I've done is I've actually started to learn how to, probably like the rest of you, renovate my house. Anybody? Yeah, okay, we're all stuck inside. Well, this is how it started. That's the bathroom my husband and I lived in for eight years in our house that we had. Let me show you how it's going. You think I can do that on my own? No. TikTok taught me that. TikTok made me do it. Isn't that amazing? Our creator community taught me over the last two years how to do things myself. Complex information boiled down so usefully. And now my husband's really happy. Um, I've seriously learned so much, but I've also learned from Plant Talk how to landscape. My team laughs at me all the time because they think a heart in a bulb is not a landscaping problem. I'm like, no, but look, look what I did. I made her grow. And I did. Um, I did. Plant Talk taught me how to landscape, and I made that grow. And I'm proud of it. But let me show you what else TikTok made grow. How about a diverse and a democratic music industry? Holler at the DJ. The Grammys just wrapped up a few weeks back, and if you paid attention, seven of the ten Record of the Year, Record of the Year nominations had a TikTok theme behind it. That's pretty amazing, actually. And so TikTok is actually starting to take shape in all facets and forms because the community is bringing it forward and because the community expresses themselves through sound. Remember? That's called spinning monkeys, and you cannot get away from it anywhere you go on the platform. It's a great, it's a great piece. I highly recommend you just track any single TikTok video you make to it because our community expresses themselves through sound. I actually call it Soul Train. You can take the same piece of content and just work your way down your own aisle and make it your own. And so what's really interesting is that TikTok is the voice of the people, and our people are creators, and our creators fuel discovery. And if discovery does anything, it drives demand. Now, how many of you, like me, as marketers, were taught that discovery is awareness and upper funnel? Not a TikTok. No, I refuse to believe that. I believe discovery is lower funnel. And imagine that. Imagine when discovery becomes something you can straight do and turn into a cultural consumption act. Imagine when that happens. Imagine when every single touch point becomes an opportunity to buy something. Imagine when everything becomes shoppable. Imagine when every single one of your strategies becomes a commerce strategy. So think about it this way. Content, consumer, creator, advertising, media, all one thing. It is all commerce. It's actually all e-commerce. 
if you're sticking to the times. And so it's a brave new world where media and entertainment have actually found their way into concert, content creator and commerce. And so basically everything's merged into one. It's a really interesting time. Now, who's really good at this? Who? Kardashians. Oh, God, I love them. They're actually not big on TikTok. Why? Too retouched. We keep it real. They're not big on TikTok. They are not accepted by the community at, at, at the scale of a Jessia and some others that I'll show you. So who's really good at it? Small businesses. Small businesses have stories to tell. They have creativity that they've unleashed and they've taken their creativity, they've turned it into content and now it's automatically commerce. Look at the layers and the depth of all of that information condensed quite usefully and simply distributed. And those small businesses are thriving. So let me take you back to my town. Let me take you back to a single small business that is killing it. And uh, we're going to go back to Brooklyn. And this is a man named Rahim Mohammed. He's from Red Hook, uh, Brooklyn. He runs a bodega called Red Hook Food Corp. He has 2 million followers on TikTok, which is kind of crazy because do you know what they're talking about? How to clean the griddle? The food that's arriving into his stock room? The recipes that he's creating from the food that arrived on the stock room where somebody's like, could you put a beef patty on top of that sandwich and see what happens? And so what's happening is he and his community are co-creating and the news media picked up on it. And now he's a destination. And so all of a sudden there are people coming from all over the country to Red Hook, Brooklyn to go see Rahim in his bodega to get one of the sandwiches that's coming off of his businesses. That's all thanks to TikTok. So I'll take it right back to what I said earlier, because a very, very good friend of mine taught me this. And if I can impart this wisdom on you, um, it would be my great pleasure to do that today. So Dr. Marcus Collins, who actually graced this stage some years before me, he taught me that consumption is a cultural act. So simple, isn't it? So simple, so powerful. I'm like, oh yeah, duh. Okay, yeah, it's totally, I get you, duh, okay. Why do I have these heels? What's in my back pocket? Consumption is a cultural act. We consume things and we convert on product because it embodies the communities and the people that we want to emulate and the tribes that we want to associate with. So consumption and tourism and visitation, it's all a cultural act. And just like that, Community commerce took flight. Now, we don't call it social commerce. We call it community commerce because anyone can sell anything and everybody has a voice on TikTok. So how many of you have seen this woman? Okay, ladies, get, get ready. <laughs> ladies, get ready. Thousands of creators are jumping in and they are delivering product efficacy and product advocacy. Thousands of ladies, anyone with a voice, anyone can be a creator all of you included. And if you haven't made a TikTok, please try to do so. It's incredibly hard. I'm humbled. I'm like, wow, you guys, okay. It's, it, please do, take it upon yourself. Try to make a TikTok, try to speak the language of the next generation and the new digital media behaviors. And you'll see that it's actually challenging if you want it to be great, but otherwise the community doesn't have a problem with accepting whatever it is you put up there. Anyone can be a creator. All of you as marketers and brand leaders, you all have the same equal voice. And so this woman, Trinidad Soledad, no, Trinidad Sandoval, excuse me. Oh God, she would not get out of my feed because TikTok is a content graph, not a social graph. 
right? So I've never followed her in my life. I saw her everywhere in my feed because the content was that good. So it's a few minutes long, so please bear with me. You guys got to watch this. This is incredible. So I'm getting ready for work and I wanted to share something with you guys. Do you see all these bags under my eyes? I'm 54. Anyways, I'm very self-conscious of them. And I found this and it works amazing. I'm gonna show you. Let me squeeze this out. I just put a little, a little bit on and I'm only gonna do one side so you can see the difference. It works amazing and it tightens and it stays like this all day. All day. I don't know if we're allowed to do this on TikTok, but I just wanted to share this secret with you because I know for me, my bags are like, sometimes I cry when I look at myself in the morning. But after weight loss surgery, that was one of the things that happened was that I started to get these really bad but if you can see the difference, I want to get where you can see. Can you see? And all in under three minutes. Have a great day. You're welcome. That's our community. Have a great day. Oh my God, do you know what happened next? Peter Thomas Roth sold out in days. And to this day, you cannot find that product. Trust me. Trinidad became a creator who demonstrated a real use case, not an engineered one. And as a result of that, she drove real-world sellout action by the millions. And that is what happens when you pay attention to the content graph, not the social graph. Because you will be missing out on people like Trinidad. You will be missing out on sales force fields, thousands of people that can sell your products for and with you. Because it's real, it's genuine, that's a real problem in a use case, and go have a good day on top of it all. So you still can't find this product in market. I swear to God, I've been looking all over like crazy, and I'm just like, oh my God. Like, girl, don't do it. Don't it's do not it. worth it's it. Not worth it. No. I'm not gonna do it, girl. I was just thinking about it. I'm not gonna do it. I did it. I did it. I found it. And don't worry, Ma, I found one for you too. See what just happened there? TikTok made me buy it. TikTok made me buy so much content, uh, products. TikTok is making me buy it. There is a cultural phenomenon that's happening. Open up your phones, take a look at that hashtag. It has 11 billion views against it. Everybody is starting to be able to be your advocates, your product efficacy, your product demonstrations. They are actually engaging because it's real because the platform is real. And just like that, our audiences turn their attention and their engagement and their receptivity into sellout behavior. And so if you think about how you can use the community and how you can work with your community, you're going to drive insane demand and it is content demand. And then that turns into product demand and it comes all right back to the fact that discovery is lower funnel. So, 
more and more people are starting to demand that interactivity and that immediate connection. And they're literally going out in the world and they're starting to, as seen on TikTok, is popping up on online and offline, all over and retailers. And so people are really trying to make sure that they can connect their creator community, the people that they feel like they can connect with. How many women had the same problems that she did? So they want to be able to connect with that product. And the second they do, we now have consumption as a cultural act. Retailtainment? Is that what we call it? I don't know. I'm not going to make up another marketing word. We've got plenty. There's a ton of us in here that can make stuff up. But what I do know is that it is the voice of the people. It is powered and brought to you by the people of our community. And these are people we've never met, but we intrinsically trust. They are people that we want to be associated with because they're part of our community. They look like me. They look like my mom. It works for us. And so they represent the voice of others just like me because they're out to do what? What are we spreading? Joy. Yeah, joy. Thank you. Yes. Creativity and joy. That is what we are out there to spread and to inspire. And this culture of kindness that's what's happening on TikTok. And so what I beg of everybody every day that, that I have the opportunity to work at this incredible organization with these wonderful people of communities and creators is that I ask everybody to make sure that you don't put us in a social media box because we're so much more than that. We're enriching lives. We're helping unleash creativity. We're changing the lives of Jessia, Rahim, Trinidad, small businesses, me, it's changing my life. And in a little bit, it'll change my mom's too. I got you, Ma. Um, but what we are doing is we are entertaining and enriching the world. We are doing it at scale. And we are so incredibly humbled to be able to, be, to do that and to do that with 1.1 billion followers and users. It's happening at scale because this is the platform of the next generation. This is the platform of the next generation of marketing because it's real, it's connected, it is community, and you all can get in on the game. Be the voice, join us, have a great time because we humbly believe it is our responsibility to do right by the world, to enrich lives, and to unleash creativity. And so, thank you to all of you. Thank you so much to the gathering team for giving TikTok this opportunity at such a young stage in our journey. And thank you all for believing in us. We will not take this responsibility lightly. And please go out there and spread some more of that creativity and joy with us. I love that TikTok's stated mission is to inspire creativity and to spread joy. I believe them when they say that they can improve the digital media landscape, and I hope they do, because so much of social media is negative, not positive. I also think that that type of mission statement might sound a little nice and fluffy, but it actually demands a lot of smart science and hard work and sound technology to pull it off. And TikTok, you know, they're not, they're not just this cultural phenomenon, they're really a tech company at their core with one of the best applications of artificial intelligence I've ever experienced. You know, we hear a lot of talk about how AI is transforming industries, but a lot of those conversations are really just smoke and mirrors. And a lot of big ideas that we hear about won't provide any practical value for years to come. 
But the way that TikTok analyzes users' interests and preferences in real time, and then uses their AI engine to create a more personalized feed, not only makes it super easy for me to go and instantly get the content that I wanna see, but it makes me feel like the whole app is catered just for me. Consumption has never been more easy, more fun, and more relevant. Also, unlike other social apps that were so popular that it would have dissuaded most of us from even entering this space, TikTok's brilliance was allowing users to like content and not people and to allow that content to be shared across other platforms. I also really appreciate that while TikTok started with fun things like music and dance videos, it has now shown so much more potential for businesses and for entrepreneurs. As Hartoon explained, TikTok is about education and commerce. And some experts suggest that as TikTok continues to explode as a platform, it has the potential to enter the payments industry and the delivery space and become more like this mega app that is unlike anything that we have known to date. I, for one, am betting on them. And I hope that you are able to learn a few things about how they have achieved their success so that you can apply those learnings to your own endeavors. Until next time. You've been listening to Cult Brand Secrets, where we share the best insights gleaned from The Gathering, an annual summit for brand leaders eager to make their companies more successful and more significant. Learn more about The Gathering at cultgathering.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please rate and review us in your podcast app. Cult Brand Secrets is a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. Special thanks to our producer and audio engineer, William Pritz, as well as our executive producers, David Moss and Bridget Coyne. I'm your host, Chris Nealon. Thanks for listening. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert, Warren Buffett, once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.